Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Today is January the 3rd, 2023. It's your boy Chris, and this is the Cash Deal with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast presented to you guys as always by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network live early, early, early on a Friday morning, man. Uh, hit the like button for me as you guys join. Appreciate you guys as always for rocking with me, being here. Also, make sure if you guys want to do me a favor, show any kind of support, any kind of love. Check out the podcast. Leave me a five-star review on all podcast streaming platforms. The podcast is always made available on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on YouTube every day. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday is recorded and, uh, you know, shared on podcast uh, streaming platforms. So that's all I ask for you guys. Just show some support. Download the podcast. Leave me a review over there. Appreciate you guys for rocking with me early, early, early in the morning. I'm going to get to the comments as well. Um, but as I always do before we jump in, um, I want to do, you know, just a quick, quick recap of what we talked about yesterday, official yesterday morning. I did say that I was taking, and I, I did play it the over 225 and a half, uh, in the Dallas Mavericks in the new Orleans Pelicans game last night. And that did not cash. Uh, you know, you could, you could blame it on the weather for the Pelicans. You can blame it on the Pelicans offense, just still playing pretty poorly recently. I really, really loved that spot yesterday, even with the number going down. Um, I still love that spot. So I talked about it yesterday on the Crispy Cap and NBA show that the Pelicans actually didn't get to Dallas till about three games before three hours before the game started. So, um, you know, maybe that factored in. Luca also got hurt. I don't know if people saw the fall that Luca took. He took a really nasty fall at the end of the third quarter and uh, the middle of the third quarter and didn't return for that game. So the Pelicans, uh, you know, while they were able to muster up some offense, I think they had two 30 point quarters. After halftime, they they just couldn't score early. Uh, Dallas defense is not that great, so I'm not 100 sure why they couldn't get things going a little bit earlier for us. But they, the of and of course the Dallas Mavericks offense struggles without Luka in the fourth quarter. They, I don't think they scored that many points, so that game did go under. Um, but I really really love that over spot. So 0 and 1 yesterday on official plays that I gave out on Cash Day with Chris. But if you guys do tune in as we get more information throughout the day, I make more plays for the new people, and I do a a, a Twitter Spaces and uh, you know, the Crispy Cap and NBA show live on YouTube every day at 515 Eastern time as well, uh, where I go over more official plays as we get more news throughout the day as I get time to, you know, to, to jump into the slate just a tad bit more. So uh, overall, yesterday, it was a productive day, four and two overall. I know yesterday uh, for the people who who joined in, they said, you know, unders are icky or something, you know, something to that, something to that uh, to some verbiage like that. They just couldn't play unders, unders cash last night. The the Heat in the Nets game, uh, the Heat in the Knicks game also went under. And that total was only two ten, I think. That game went under, um, and and I didn't even play that one. But the unders that I did play were in the Lakers and the uh, you know, in the, the Lakers and the Pacers game, under two forty and a half cash. The under in um, the Bulls game cash easily with Charlotte only scoring, I think, like a hundred points. So non sweat bet there. That was two unders that cash, and then we hopped on the Cavs. Man, like the spot for the Cavs. Uh, you know, first quarter, first half, they both cash as well. So those were the four wins. Took the Lakers, which I just can't ever seem to get right. I, this, which is, which is why I typically don't bet on my team. Thought that they would come out early and kind of establish the tone. They give up sixty points in the first half, sixty plus points in the first half, and then start to play defense. Win the win the fourth quarter by by fourteen points to win the game by one point. So they always gonna make it a little difficult on themselves. Extremely inconsistent team. I don't like. I like that we're winning games. I don't like the way that we're winning games. Um, 
you know, I think not not to get off on a tangent on that. I won't I won't even go off on the Lakers. So that's a quick recap. Like I said, man, hit the like button for me if you guys can. Moving forward, I'm gonna try to what I'm gonna do for the morning for the crash to catch with Chris Shaw. I'm gonna try to focus in on about three, uh, four games max that I want to go over and discuss with you guys, so I can kind of give more detail on those games versus trying to cap every single game and give you guys a little bit of information on each game. So today I got three games. It's actually the earlier three games as well that I want to kind of concentrate in on and uh, give you guys some some information on. So uh, I haven't placed anything officially yet. I'm always transparent with you guys. Yesterday, I had already placed that Dallas and Pelicans to go over. That was my favorite spot on the board uh, for, the you know, for, 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 you know, trying to make a play for the morning show. Really loved that spot. Thought the number would go up and it did, but it didn't care. So today I don't have anything that I've placed yet, but I do want to talk about a couple of these spots that I'm looking at for today. So first game up, man, let's jump into it. So we got the Hornets. Uh, and the Pistons. The Pistons are actually laying a point and a half, which is really, really crazy. Uh, total in this one is 241, uh, 241, 240 and a half, something like that. That should be widely available uh, in the market. I, I did look at this game from, from a total perspective because total has been, ca- they, they've been cashing a little bit more than some of these, uh, you know, some of these spreads, man. The spreads have been tricky recently. So, I haven't really, you know, been playing too, too many spreads. And if I if I have, they haven't been necessarily successful. I took the Brooklyn Nets the other day and uh, they never showed up against the Boston Celtics. So I have been attacking totals just a tad bit more. You look at this series between these two teams. Well, let me just start with the spot. So Hornets are on the second night of a back to back. Of course, they played in Chicago last night. So short travel from Chicago to Detroit. Uh, this team has actually been playing really good defensively. I don't know if people really been paying attention to it. Last night, they just couldn't score the ball, but they played okay defense, especially for the first half. Uh, and Chicago kind of kind of pulled away uh, in the third quarter. I think they had a 30-point quarter in the third quarter. But Charlotte has, you know, playing defense, uh, you know, some pretty sneaky defense. You look at this Pistons team on the opposite side, and I talked about the defensive rating yesterday as far as the Hornets. They're a top 10 defensive team. Nobody's going to know that information unless you guys are tuning in here or doing your own research, but the Hornets are actually playing defense. Uh, you know, as, as good defense as, as better defense, I think, than people think that they are. On the opposite side, you get the Pistons. This team is one and nine straight up, two and eight against the spread in their last 10 games, traveling from road to home specifically. So they they don't do well when it's their first game back home. And they are, you know, a favorite in this game. And I think a part of that is because they they beat the Hornets. I'm not 100% sure why. If I, if, you know, if I had to pick with, with current form, I do think that the Hornets are the better team. I think that the, you know, the rest disadvantage is factored into the line as well. I'm probably not going to touch the spread in this one, but I do think that there's some substance to the total. So I'm going to get there soon uh pistons they've also lost uh the the two games with both totals that are that were at or above 235 in this same spot traveling from from road to home we know that they just lost to the dallas mavericks got smacked up in that game uh well not they didn't really get smacked up luca and the boys had to uh you know muster up some stuff in the fourth quarter because they were actually losing in that one but um the pistons just lost to the houston rockets at home in the tankathon, uh, you know, earlier uh, over the weekend, so they 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 did get caught in that travel in the snowstorm, traveling back from uh, you know, from uh, uh, Dallas, trying to get home, which is why the Wizards game got postponed. So this team is well rested, uh, maybe a you know a little out of sorts, but they got a, like a little mini vacation for the week because they had they had they haven't played but two games over the last like seven days. So. Um, that, but in this spot specifically, they have gone under traveling from home, from road to home 
uh, in both of the games that had a total that was above 235 points. You also look at the Pistons. They were 0 and, they're 0 and 4 on the season, straight up and against the spread, playing at home when a total was set at 234 or higher. And it's typically because their offense, they don't have enough offense. They their offense either runs really, really hot early and then they slow down in the second half. You know, symbolic of the Houston Rockets almost. Symbolic of the Charlotte Hornets as well. The Hornets either have one really good half of ba- typically have one really good half of basketball. And that can come in the first half or it can come in the second half. But uh I want also wanted to share a league wide trade and that shows that when two teams, two t- terrible teams, you could say, two teams that have a 40% win percentage or less uh play each other this season with a total of 235 points or higher, they're six and three to the under as well. I don't see, you know, uh, 120 to 120 type game between these two teams with the Hornets being on the second night of a back-to-back. I also talked about this yesterday as well when I was breaking down the Hornets under against the Chicago Bulls. With When the Hornets have, I think now they've had 11 games so far this season where Gordon Hayward, uh, Terry Rozier, and LaMelo Ball have all played. And in those games, those totals are now 10 and 2 to the under. I'm not saying that these guys are defensive stoppers at all. What I am saying is that when all three of those guys play, which all three of those guys are anticipated to play today, those games go under. I'm looking at the under a lot in this game. I haven't played it yet, and I want to do a little more research, but that would be my strongest look in this game. I'm not trying to pick a side between the Hornets and the Pistons. I think that the Hornets are the better team. I think that they should be able to win this game, even though it is the second night of a back-to-back because it is the short travel. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm not betting. Uh, I'm not betting it over. Uh, I think that you know, typically Pistons games go over, but 241 points just might be a tad bit too much. That I actually might be a contrarian look. I don't know too many people want to take the under in a Pistons game, but I don't think that when these two teams get together, this this game is gonna go over. So that's what I got for you guys there. Uh, and uh, th- didn't really look at the prop market at all. I'll, I'll take a look at some props later. Moving along to this Blazers and the Wizards game. This is a really really interesting game. So. Um, Blazers second game of a two of a three game road trip for them. They'll finish tomorrow in Chicago on the second leg of a road road back to back playing in D.C. tonight. Coming off a pretty impressive win against the Grizzlies late in the fourth quarter uh, two days ago because they, they did have uh, last night off. Um, and they were they did that in the fourth quarter without Nurkic because he got hurt at the beginning of the game with the calf injury. And he's already been ruled out for this game. And Jeremy Grant also missed the second half of that game. And he's listed as questionable today with uh, with the con- with concussion protocol. So not 100% sure if he's going to play. I do think you want to wait to see if Jeremy Grant's going to play because I do think that he moves the line at least a half a point, right? I wouldn't say at least half a point, maybe a half a point. Uh, but I do and I do think that him playing in this game kind of kind of you know changes the changes the spread just a tad bit so i saw the line this one open at four and a half money's come in on the blazes it looks like overnight because it is down to four and i i saw a soft total at 237 and a half not sure if that's if that's available on sports books yes or not yet or not let me matter of fact let me see if i can check so we got 233 and a half and i actually like that i like that it came down because uh 234 237 and a half what i have on the screen right now um is not i think that total is a tad bit too high i definitely think that total is a tad bit, i think the total tonight is actually a tad bit too high as well it, you know given what it is right now it's four points under what, what you guys see on the screen but when i literally when i capped the game an hour ago there was no total for this game i saw a soft, a soft total at 237 and a half but no total was actually available on the actual sports book so um get, getting back to my notes so 
Blazers, second game of a three-game road trip. Like I said, this is the front end of a back-to-back. They play in Chicago tomorrow. These are non-conference games for these guys. The Grizzlies game, you know, conference games you typically take more serious. The 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 non-conference games you don't take as serious. Dame been absolutely on a heater. Could not talk anybody off taking his points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, shout out to Lon Slayer. I know he came in the in the in the spaces and dropped that play on the Crispy Cappin NBA show the other day. Uh, I'm looking at the 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 opposite side of that is looking at the Wizards, right? So the Blazers will be shorthanded. Couldn't talk anybody off Dame points. Uh, if you want to attack the Wizards, you typically want to do it through a guard position. That's where they're most vulnerable. But the the Wizards, I don't know if people have been paying attention. This team is a perfect six and zero straight up and against the spread since Bradley Bill returned two weeks ago against the Knicks. They uh this is the first game of a of a back to back for them as well, and this one is. Uh, this is the I'm sorry. This is the first game of a four uh, uh, after a four game uh, road trip where they went down south. They were playing against Western Conference teams, but none of it was actually out west. It was all down south. They did the whole Texas Triangle thing where they played the Mavericks and the and the, um, the Houston Rockets and uh, what's the other team I can't think of right now that's down there. Um, oh, the San Antonio Spurs won all three of those games as well. Uh, now this is their first game back home. It's also not a really good spot for the Wizards because. It, uh, you know, it, it, it's only a, a, a one-off at home. So four road games, come home for one game, and then you got to go back on the road to play in Brooklyn tomorrow. So it is the first leg of a, a home road back-to-back as well. The only injury news is that Daniel Gafford is listed as probable with an illness. He didn't play in that last game against, uh, I think they played San Antonio last. Yeah, they played San Antonio last, and they were supposed to go to Detroit, and they, that's the game that ended up getting postponed. Not 100% sure when they're going to play that game. So um season series the blazers do typically play the wizards really really well they're five and oh straight up um i'm sorry five and oh against the spread not straight up five and oh against the spread last five games in dc they're also six and one uh ats last seven games overall so they played the you know the, the wizards pretty well no matter where they are the wizards are doing you know are they, they're balling right now but i don't like i said i don't really like the spot the the wizards you know looking at the wizards this team is three seven and one when playing at home when their next game is on the road, right? So they don't typically do really, really well when it's their last game, although it is also their first game as well. Um, and I think I, I think if I had to play in this game, it'd also be looking towards the under, man. I know that the total is lower than what you guys see on the screen. Like I said, it's about 233 and a half. I think that the NBA is kind of, um, you know, overcorrected some of these totals. And that's why we're seeing, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of money uh, on the uh, well, not a lot of money because I don't think sharp betters are. I, I think sharp betters are one to bet the under, but I think the general public just wants to take the over because they see so many points in all these games. The Wizards have actually held their last three opponents to under 108 points, which is extremely impressive, highly impressive in today's NBA. You look at the Blazers when they're on the road as a dog; they're 13 and six to the under as well this season, including five straight unders. They're also three and a, three and one to the under when they're away dogs and they're playing on the first leg of a back-to-back as well because typically you got to save some so i got to look at the numbers with both uh with both teams actually playing on the second you know both teams playing on the front end of a back-to-back but i'll be looking towards the under in this game man the game tomorrow for me if i'm the wizards the game tomorrow versus the nets is a bigger game than the game today versus the blazers i know everybody wants to take every game you know, think that think that players take every game serious, but tomorrow you got a conference opponent against the Brooklyn Nets. Today you just have the you have the Trailblazers who are not in your conference, not in your division, don't mean that much. So I I think I actually think the Wizards like the game tomorrow more than they like the game today, 
and I'd be looking at the I'd be looking at the the, the Blazers. I think to cover this game, but I, I can't take that without without Jeremy Grant being in there. Um, and like I said, I think the Wizards put a little more on us on the game tomorrow. So that's what I got for you guys there. Moving along, let me get to one more, then I'm gonna get to the comment section real quick. I want to talk about this Kings and the and the Pacers game. So interesting, interesting game, man. Of course, we know it's the Halliburton versus uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox, which De'Aaron Fox is not gonna be in this game, but it's the Halliburton versus uh we'll say Sabonis, uh, you know, revenge, Pacers, Kings uh type game. Um De'Aaron Fox did get did get listed out. Uh, he was also snubbed from the All-Star team. No way that this dude wasn't supposed to make the All-Star game, but that's a totally different story. Sabonis so did make the reserve team, which I think that he should be on that team as well. You look at this Kings team, and it's, and you got to take it with a grain of salt because, you know, De'Aaron Fox hasn't been there, but I will give you the numbers without De'Aaron Fox as well. So the Kings are 7-3 and three straight up, 6-3-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 games, 15-8 and eight against the spread on the road. One of the best ATS teams on the road. They're coming off back-to-back wins and covers against the San Antonio Spurs and the Minnesota Timberwolves um, in their most two uh, recent road games. This is the fourth game of an eight-game road trip for them as well. And like I said, they will be without De'Aaron Fox tonight. You look at this Pacers team, they've lost nine of their last 10. And this is the second night of a back-to-back after they, they lost. But uh, they did cover last night against the Lakers and Tyrese Halliburton first game back. They were outscored 28-15 to 15 in the fourth quarter to lose that game by one point. So um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, that, that's probably extremely frustrating. They did play extremely hard. But they had, you know, a few games off. So it, it, this, while this is the second night of a back-to-back, it's not like one of those funky, like, third and four, fourth and six, or, you know, uh, fifth and eight type games. So I think the Pacers, one of the teams that actually play well on the second night of a back-to-back as well, I think they could keep this game close, man. Spread uh, opened at three in favor of the Kings as role favorites. Uh, now you see it come down. I see it's touching two and a half. I don't think that I'm going to be – I don't think that I'm going to play a side at all. I think it's a tad bit too tricky. This is also a revenge game for Indiana. Sacramento did beat them 137 to 114 in Sacramento back on November 30th. The Pacers, <clears throat> looking at them in that spot, they're seven and six straight up, eight and five against the spread. Revenge is same season losses this season, although they only have covered one of their last five matchups in this spot. And you could chuck that up to, you know, uh, Tyrese Halliburton not being there. What's interesting, though, is that the Pacers are five and one straight up and against the spread when they're actually revenging those losses from the same season at home so they do well in this spot for me i'm looking at the total again man 242 points is a tad bit too much and i do lean towards the under you look at this king's team i talked to i referenced this earlier the kings are three and oh to the under without De'Aaron fox this season all three of those games came on the road all three of those games were non-conference opponents as well i think one of them was against miami the other one was against the knicks and one might have been against like the Raptors or something. So it's three times that De'Aaron Fox hasn't played. The Kings just don't score as many points on the on the road as they do at home. I think we've talked about that. I, well, I know I've been stressing that throughout the whole season. Their offense is a juggernaut at home, but they don't they don't score as many points. Guys like Keegan Murray, uh, you know, guys like uh, like Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, Davion Mitchell. Some of those guys don't score as many points. Trey Lyles, those guys don't don't score as many points on the road as they do at home. Uh, Pacers also plays some pretty good defense with Halliburton being in there. And, and I think that this game goes under the total of 242 points as well tonight. Um, you look at the Kings, they are they do have three straight unders as uh, road favorites. And uh, five of their last six as well. That, that game went under against the Timberwolves. We cashed that one. We cashed both of those games to go under actually over the weekend. 
Both of those games were under. They go to San Antonio, total sitting, you know, like it is now, 244 points in that game. That goat game flies under the total. And I think uh, I think I see more defense in this game versus offense. So I, you know, just a just a you know a PSA. As these totals go up and, and these teams start to take these games more seriously because we are really close to the all-star break, I do think that we start to see totals uh, you know, start to go under at a really, really high rate over the next few weeks before the book suggests. So it's gonna be it's gonna be ways to make money. I know people don't like unders. That's totally fine with me. I like cash and I'm cashing on whatever I can. I don't care what it is. So that's what I got for you guys today, man. My 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 sharpest look, I think, would be the under in this game, 242 points. Also, really like the Hornets and the Pistons to go under as well. If I'm doing a quick recap for you guys, uh, under 241 points in that game. Uh, I like the unders again today, man. Didn't think that I would. And I think, uh, you know, looking at the Blazers and uh, the Wizards game, also think that game could potentially go under two with both teams playing on the second leg of a back-to-back tomorrow, especially the Washington Wizards who play against the Brooklyn Nets. I think I'd also lean the Blazers, uh, you know, plus the four points. And I think that they could keep that game close, but I do want Jeremy Grant in. So that's what I got for you guys. I got to break down the actual player prop market and talk about the other games because it's a lot of other games that I haven't really had a chance to take a deep dive into. I'm not just looking at these games and, you know, coming up with something in five minutes. That's not the way I bet. Uh, you know, I like to take a deep dive into these games. So if you guys wouldn't mind, hit the like button for me, subscribe, check the videos out. I want to go through the comments real quick and then I'm gonna get up out of here. Uh, let's see. Morning, Casey. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Uh, Lakers screwed our first quarter, but we cashed the cast first half and full game. Great call with the Grizzlies on the back to back. Absolutely. We got to fade the Grizzlies on the second leg of a back to back, especially when they're on the road. Right. Nice, nice start there. Uh, finally catching the show live from the start. What's going on? What's up, Justin? Appreciate you being here, man. Uh, Bissy said, morning. Mavs Pelicans were scoring until they decided not to score in the fourth. Bad beat. Well, you know, Luca, Luca didn't play. Like I said, I think that's the big thing, Bissy. They they were they the, the Pelicans started off a little slow, but they picked it up in the second half. So if they scored more in the first quarter, which I anticipated that they would, you know, I think we win there. Dylan Brooks, Dirt, yeah, Dylan Brooks is a wild guy, man. He's a wild guy. Donovan Mitchell called him out. I read the article about it last night. He really wants uh he wants some action to be done. Uh, with Dylan Brooks being a dirty player for sure. So um, extremely dirty stuff there, man. It's gonna, also going to be interesting because Donovan Mitchell got named to the all-star team. Of course, he's going to be starting. He could end up on the same team with, with John Morant and uh, Jerry Jackson Jr. So that that's going to be interesting because both of those guys, all three of those guys are all-stars. Um, but yeah, man, the Heat uh, let us down last night. I didn't bet the Heat. I, I thought that they would win. They definitely should have without Brunson, but that's the way it works, man. That's the way it worked. I had a night in the NBA, ended it uh with the live bet with live betting the Bucks when they were uh when they were down double digits. That's a great call, Justin. I fell asleep. I was not even watching that game, if I'm being honest. Brian said, Chris, yesterday, 3-0-1 yesterday, got a push with the Pelicans. I like the Raptors tonight over the Rockets. I want to I'm gonna dive into that, man. I'm gonna definitely dive into that. One thing, Brian, I know about the the Houston Rockets because I, I looked at that. I, I did kind of just did, did some, you know, some preliminary stuff. I got some deep diving to do in that game, but the 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 Rockets are really good rebounding team. And I also think, Brian, if you're gonna make that, if you're gonna play that, act definitely wait until the last minute. Because anybody on that Pelicans team can get traded at any minute now. They're looking to shop guys, OG and Anobi. Uh, you know, Fred Van Fleet. I think that they they really want to hold on to Scotty Barnes and they hold they want to hold on to uh 
to uh, you know some of those bench guys, but I feel like everybody can go. I don't know. I think you probably want to hold on to Siakam, but I will wait until the last minute because that team could could look a to- totally different by game time. So I want to I want to jump into that. I got to look at how to, how well the Raptors rebound the ball as well because the the Rockets play hard, man. That's why that's why they lost the other day. I mean, that's why they beat the they beat the uh, the the Thunder. Because the Thunder couldn't rebound the ball. They don't have a lot of rebounding. So if you want the Raptors, you want to make sure that they're, you know, a really good rebounding team because the the, the Rockets going to get in there. Jabari Smith Jr., I think, is listed as questionable for this game. Uh, Tari Eason, those guys, uh, you know, Singoon, those guys rebound the ball well. So uh, definitely we'll, we'll wait until the last minute to make a call on that game, Brian. Um, ABJ said, I just needed one. I just needed one point from the match last night, 217 to win big. I hate this sometimes. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you loving the analysis and picks, man. I just try to bring what I have to the table and share with you guys. Halliburton did play 35 minutes. It's going to be interesting, Zachary, see if he plays again. I don't think, uh, you know, Coach uh, Rick Carlisle said anything about, uh, you know, him playing on the second leg of a back-to-back. Theoretically, you would think that he wouldn't play on the second leg of a back-to-back, however, just because, uh, you know, it's his first game back last night. But does he miss that? Does he pass up the opportunity to play against his former team? It's going to be interesting. I know if it's up to him. I saw the reports last week. If it was up to him, he would have been came back. So it's going to be up to that coaching staff. It's going to be up to that training staff to see if they want him, uh, you know, in today. What's up, Anthony? Uh, I want to play the Pacers plus three, even though Halliburton might not, might not play after 36 minutes last night. I could see that. That's that. I, I think we just, you know, take our time. You guys don't have to force early, you know, bets. That's why I do a second show for you guys as well. Uh, you know, at 515, I know you guys, probably everybody hasn't done all their research at 730 a.m. in the morning. So, uh, you know, that's why I just try to get what I have out to you guys. And then as we get more information, we can be more precise with our bets. So, uh that's what i got man what's up uh you killed it bro congrats yeah absolutely man i hope you guys are cashing with me uh we win together we lose together hopefully we do a lot more winning than we do losing uh mike said not not gonna uh uh, highly surprise the hell out of me coming off the injury do you think he plays tonight i'm not sure if he plays tonight i will i want to say no mike but the nba is weird man we saw you got to kind of wait to the last minute with these injury, man. You know, I, I think about Draymond, for instance. Draymond typically don't play on back-to-backs, you know, especially if it's road, road, back-to-back. He gets listed as questionable. He he gets ruled in. Then he goes through shooter run and he gets ruled out. So, like, it's, it's, it's difficult, man. It's really, really difficult. We didn't get that news. When I think about Draymond on the Wizards I th- and I think about him being out, when you're also already without Klay Thompson, the first thing that screams to me is take the other team team total over. Right. Especially if it's the Denver Nuggets. And I would have jumped on the over. I didn't I didn't see the play. They ended up scoring 130 points last night, had 70 at halftime. So the Wizards, the Warriors, you know, while Draymond feels like he's not the most important piece defensively, he is by far the most important piece, because even don't let them gray hairs in his beard fool you. Great. Draymond still plays really solid defense. So. Um, I would have took the over in that game. You know, the injury manipulation is crazy. That's why I'm typically not putting bets in early. That's why I typically don't have a lot of bets that I've already placed, uh, even though I was on that over between the, the Pelicans and the Mavs yesterday. So that's what I got for you guys today, man. Like I said, if you guys want to do me a favor, uh, check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys are streaming podcasts from, you guys should be able to type in Cash It With Chris or just type in Crispy Cap and my name should, the, the podcast should pop up. Go over there, leave me a five-star review, man. You can always listen back over there as well. Um, and hit the like button for me as well. Tell a friend to tell a friend is what I always say. Tell somebody else who's interested in sports betting about the podcast. Uh, best of luck to everyone today. I always end with this. None of this is financial consultation. It's all theory, logic, quick, creed, trends, 
uh, NBA.com, Advanced Stats, Killer Sports, SDQL stuff, iTest. Best of luck to you guys today, man. Bet with your head. Not over it. 5.15 Eastern time. I will be back for the Crispy Cap and NBA show later today. I'm out.